0: Home Rants Podcast is brought to you by Reaper Apparel Company. Reaper Apparel offers a casual line of superb fit, finish, and comfort. We design for those who refuse to die slowly and choose to live untamed, for those who aren't afraid to face the dark, for the ones that thrive in it, and for those who can appreciate life through a grim lens. That's Reaper Apparel Company. Go to the link in the description of this episode, use the promo code Mike Bono and get 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. I have hats, I have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, water bottles, notebooks, you name it, I've got it. The description and the link for that will be in the description of this episode. Also, right now, if you use the promo code WELCOME, I will give you 5% off of your first purchase. That's the Stupid Should Hurt merch store. Also, the Rod Home Rans podcast is brought to you by Tactical Brotherhood, all American-made apparel, which helps support the Second Amendment. You can also find all this in the description of this episode with the link, Tactical Brotherhood. Part of every proceed does go to helping veterans, as it is a very good cause. All American-made products made right here in Minnesota. Go and check them out. Use the promo code PATRIOT15 to get 15% off your purchase. Now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. This is, as always, your host, Mike Bono. I have a great guest for us today, but first and foremost, the Ride Home Rants podcast is brought to you by my own personal merch store, the Stupid Should Hurt Merch Store. I have hats, t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, you name it, I got it. The link for that will be in the description of this episode. Go there, check it out. If you use the promo code WELCOME, you will get 5% off of your entire first purchase. Again, that is the Stupid Should Hurt Merch Store. That being said, my guest today is coming to us from Lowville, Ohio. He is the current uh, basketball coach there. Matt Olson joins the show. Matt, thanks for joining, buddy. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me. Um, always good to get a little recognition, especially being you know such a small school and district. So um, appreciate having me on. Hey, not a problem at all. We we had some people from the Louisville area on before. We've actually had everyone from the Italian Festival that's there on. Yeah. So we we love the Louisville area, uh, Johnny and I. So um, great to have you on. So you are the basketball coach at Louisville. So how long have you been coaching there? Yeah, um,
1: well, I, this is my this will be my seventh year as head coach. Um, I've been coaching kind of off and on for a long time. Um, coached a year in junior high level at Struthers and Boardman a little bit. Um, then came to Lowville, got into track a little bit. But basketball's always been my passion, so I always wanted to get into basketball. And, um, you know, I played at Lowville, I walked on for a year at YSU and played a year, and then I got right into coaching. So
0: um, I love it. Yeah. So, um you were also a basketball player yourself. Is that kind of what wanted you to get into coaching? Have you always had that, like I guess, dream to coach, or you know what? What was the reason to steering into the coaching realm? Yeah, um, I guess I've always
1: loved the game of basketball, not necessarily so much on the coaching end. Um, I'm a teacher, so um, you know, teaching, coaching kind of goes hand in hand. So I have that passion. So I guess the love of basketball plus Kind of love, passion of teaching, um, just made it a good fit, and um, you know, being able to coach at your hometown also, and, and kids, the quality of kids that we have here, um, makes it makes it worthwhile.
0: Absolutely, I mean, I, I dabbled a little bit into coaching this past summer. Um, I was uh, helping out at you know a summer league swim. Uh, team, I was a swimmer all the way through college, and, you know, I, I love the sport of swimming. Not a lot of people give it the recognition that I think it deserves, and it was very weird for me being outside of the pool and issuing the workouts to, to the swimmers because I had kids all the way from 8 all the way up to 18 years old for that summer league. We had about 96 kids total on, on the team, so it was a big team. And, you know, it. but it was still that, that – weird feeling of like, man, I, I remember doing these workouts myself and how much I hated them. Now I see the benefits on the outside. Did you kinda have that kind of realization when you were playing or not and now yeah. coaching, did that kinda happen for you? Sure. Um it does help obviously to have played the sport. Um because you know, like you said, um,
1: you know, what you're making the kids do, it's easy to say, get on the line and do ten thousand sprints, but what do you really, you know, what do you really accomplish in there? <laughs> But, um, yeah, you know, it's always easier looking from the outside in, um, you know, very well. that It's not easy being a coach, you know, you're dealing with, you're trying to win, but at the same time, you are trying to um, keep the kids lessons, you're trying to keep everybody happy, you're trying to create that team environment. Um, and especially in basketball, you know, swimming might be a little bit different, just because, well, I, I don't I can't comment too much on swimming because I don't know the rules. Basketball, I know you can only play five at a time, so it's a lot. It's a lot harder to make kids happy um, and to sell that, you know, team atmosphere. So, um, and dealing with high school kids too, just like in the classroom, you can go over things many, many times, but until they're in that situation, you don't know how they're going to respond.
0: Absolutely yeah i i know that firsthand because when, when we were coaching you know i was the one of the assistant coaches and they had me working with the high school kids just because of my swimming background and what they were looking to do and you're right you know you're not going to make everybody happy i had one kid every meet he would come up why am i swimming these events i want to i want to work on what i'm going to swim when i get to my get to high school and get into the, you know the high school the team sport not the summer league i was like Yes, but you also want to be a well-rounded swimmer for what you're wanting to do. So we're going to work on the things that you're not good at here. That way it can make you better. I know you want to make districts in the 100 breaststroke, but you're a hundredth of a second away from that. we I mean, we can knock that out in a week. We'll do that the last week. Right now, at the beginning of the season, we're going to work on your butterfly because – it's bad you know what i mean so you had that every every week this kid was coming up to me why am i swimming this why am i doing that why? why i was like dude trust the process i'm telling you you will thank me later and he did you know he thanked me at the end of the season like wow i mean all my times got better just from working on this one stroke because it made everything else stronger around it i was like yeah see i kind of didn't know what i was talking about when i was <laughs> i feel that because when i coach track um it's a lot easier for
1: them to gauge their individual results, right? You know, and how they're progressing and they can work on their own personal back. Um, but yeah, in a team sport, sometimes it's just tough, you know, you get get a kid that works harder than anybody on the team, but they just may not have that ability or they're four feet tall. And it's just, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You want to give them those opportunities because they work hard, but at the same time, you don't, you want to hurt the other guys out there. So there's that hard balance of winning keeping everybody happy, but, um, but yeah, I enjoyed coaching track. on sure swimming just very similar, just, um, it's like just easier for those individual athletes to
0: go towards their individual goals. So. Right. Uh, but it's fun. But it fun. was a lot of fun. And, you know, I, I got to ask, how do you balance that? You are also the athletic director too, as well, correct at the junior high level, right? Is that is, or or you were, uh,
1: I were, yeah, I was. I don't, I don't do that anymore, just because um, I can't really. <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of time for it. Um, <laughs> everything's becoming, as you said, with the AAU stuff. It's just like year-round. Yeah. Um, and if you're, and in our school, I can't have them year-round, nor am I allowed to have them year-round. But um, you know, at Lowville, these kids are playing multiple sports. You know, most of my team is is on the football team. Um, so, so it, it makes it challenging. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, if you're not working most of the year, year-round, I mean, it's you get these teams and these players that are so focused on that one thing. It, it's, I mean, it's tough. It's tough.
0: Absolutely. I got a nephew that plays AAU basketball. He plays year-round. I mean, he, he's a heck of a, a basketball player at 13 years old already. I mean, he's already – Almost close to the ten thousand bucket club, in, you know, here in Zanesville, Ohio, you know, he's out there every time I, I I go to their house, he's out front shooting hoops, and it's like, hey, man, you know, it's football season, right? And we, we're we're starting football season. You play football now, like let's let's focus on that a little bit. And I, mean, I understand you you are you don't need to work anymore on <laughs> basketball, my man. You're, you're you're good enough, so I, I get it with these AAU uh, leagues and everything like that. So that, that it's tough to to get it, but. At the same sense as a coach, are you happy that your players are kind of trying to stay in basketball shape year-round and, you know, working on their game year-round? Yeah, obviously I would rather have them um, participating
1: in in something and doing something rather than sitting at home. Um, You know, you get the kids sometimes, I just know from teaching and seeing them all the time, um, you know, they'll say, I'm not going to play football because I want to play basketball, but then they don't play, they don't practice basketball either, they just go into their own... you know, own world for a little while. So I think it's a positive that they play multiple sports, especially football, um, you know, toughen them up, get in the weight room. Um, obviously we want to keep them healthy. Um, we just had a kid, I think that hurt his collarbone, the basketball guy, but obviously still earlier in the, earlier in the season. Um, but yeah, I have no promise. That's track too, you know, get them, get them running, work on their speed. Um, we have a team this year, finally, with some depth, which we don't have in a small school, usually. <laughs> um, but, um, we want to run. We want to press. Um, so track, cross country, that, that helps. That, that always helps develop those leg muscles.
0: But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm for it. Yeah. I, I got to ask, you mentioned it. I am a, I'm originally from West Virginia, so I am a Mountaineer fan in the press, Virginia. Dude, okay. do we model our team after that a little bit with wanting to press? Or? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Um, if I'm thinking correctly, um, Coach Huggins likes to run a one-three-one. Yep. Uh, so we haven't we didn't do that last year, but it's, we definitely could do some of that this year. You need some height to be able to do that, which, which we do have. Last year we had some smaller guys that just wasn't going to work well. So um, yeah, it's possible a little bit of, kind of like that style. Sure. Okay. I'll say. Yeah. We- can, can can we say we're going to go for Pressville this year instead of Louisville? Right, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. We will make exactly. that happen for you, Coach. You know? <laughs> I haven't in the seven years in my just like I said, my seventh year. I haven't been
1: able to really do it. Just, but we have a we have a good senior class. Seven kids that um, have gotten some minutes. We have a nice junior class underneath them, and guys competing. Sometimes in a small school, you don't get that competition factor as much as we do in bigger schools so uh yeah we want to run this year we want to run we want to run things off the floor we want to use the guys on the bench um so yeah i'm down all right all right we'll make, we'll make that, that happen i would have
0: to write that down for um now <laughs> we have the quotes and stuff on our shirts <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. I'm glad I can help out in any way I can for yeah. sure. Uh, so a little bit here because we I know you're, you're a little bit pressed for time here too as well, but you um, have a teaching background too as well. Uh, so what got you into teaching? Was it mainly the coaching aspect or did you always want to become a teacher? Yeah,
1: I always enjoyed um, learning in the education process, I guess. Um, my first Half a year I went to Youngstown State University. I just took kind of general classes, trying to figure it out. Um, had some family members that have taught. Um, always had the coaching thing kind of in the back of my mind, but that really wasn't, you know, a deciding factor. Um, but yeah, that passion was always there. I I liked being in the classroom. I liked education. Um, it took a while. It's some, I don't know so much now, but when I graduated, um, we won't say when because we don't want to say how old I am. But I get now. it, I get it. <laughs> um, um, when I graduated, it was hard to find a job around here in Northeast Ohio, um, especially my my certificate is one through eight. Now it's even concentrated more, like six to eight. Or it, was, it was hard to find a job. Um, so I was going all over the place, and I just happened mm-hmm. to end up in my hometown. and um, Love it now, I love it now. But I always kind of had the passion to see.
0: Um, took me a half a year to kind of declare that major but once I was in I, I knew I was in the right spot. Cool uh, yeah I, I think you know when you said you know at your time at YSU and you know trying to the general studies your first year or semester I think everyone goes through that I, I, I did that I end up I guess for the first two years you know I was a, a business major before I realized yeah, this, this isn't for me and sports communication and journalism is where I want to be at and that's what I want to do and then you know changing directions there you know at at Bethany College and everything like that so you know it it, I I get that you know the the not knowing really the general studies and everything like that too as well but you walked on the basketball team there too as well what was that year like for you playing for YSU (laughs) eye-opening difficult
1: Um, all of the above it's just you know, I played at Lowville, um, and then go to, you know, a division one school like Youngstown State, just the size and the speed is just obviously a whole nother level. Um, I don't know if I would be able to walk on the team today and make it, but at that time I, I kept me, I said, you know, was able to around for the full season. Um, didn't really travel with the team, went on a couple road trips with them, but, um, I'm glad I did it. You know, I learned a lot, you know, being a coach now just from being at all those practices and see how they ran things and how organized and structured it was. Um, and still stay in contact with some of those coaches and have, um, so it, it was, it was difficult. It's, um, definitely more of a job when you get to that level. Um, <laughs> And I didn't live on campus. I was still living at home. So, you know, we would do double practices in the morning, your workouts at like five thirty AM, that's two practices, and then go again after class. So it was it was tough. It was tough. But um, eye opening and glad I did it. Actually proud of myself that I was able to sit through a whole year because not, not many people could do that in my size. <laughs> hey, I that wasn't I, I, real real big and strong either, but um I
0: get you. Mm-hmm. That was my thing. So They kept me on, and I helped them out in practices. I get it, man. You know, it was, you know, I, me, I, I wanted either football or swimming. I, I played football and swam in high school and probably should have just swam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I didn't really have the size for football. I graduated high school at 6'5", 155 pounds. So, you know, I wasn't the biggest kid in the world, but I had that swimmer's frame. And, uh-huh. you know, it yeah. – we won't say where I'm weighing it now because it's it's way more than that. But you know, it's, <laughs> we won't go into that. But like I said, I know you're pressed for time, and I want to thank you for coming on. But I got to get this segment in because if not, uh, Johnny will kill me. But it is the Fast Fifty Five. Oh, yeah, I'm okay. So
1: yeah, I got ten minutes or so. No worries. No okay.
0: Worries. Yep. Five random questions from the wonderful manager of the podcast, Johnny Fitty Falcone. Uh, oh, he's, here, all right. he's not here, but he, he's, oh, he, he sent yeah, okay. them to me uh, He has some okay. things to do today uh, oh, He was wanting to jump on for this one But uh, couldn't make it with his schedule But it's alright But these questions, man They have nothing to do with what we've been talking about For the entirety of the show Which makes this a fun segment Kind all of right. rapid fire, but you can elaborate if you need to So if you're uh-huh. ready, man we will, we will get rolling here yeah, Alright, question number one which is a better fruit, a plum or a pear? Uh, I would have to go with a pear. Plum kind of, I don't know, sour, a little too sour, I guess. I mean, somewhat, sometimes. Okay, okay. Question number, two, question number two, do you own a phone book? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Every, everyone is, man. I, and yeah. I don't get these a lot of the time if he's not going to be here till the day we record. So I'm reading these for the first time, too. So <laughs> question number two, do you own a phone book? Oh, they used to, it's a local community, which is crazy
1: because we're so small. They used to pass out these little community phone books. I still think I have that, but as far as like the big yellow page thing. I don't think I have any. Yeah, no, I don't think my, wife, my wife is big into recycling, so that went right into the recycle bin, I'm sure. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> Question number three, which temperature is the perfect temperature?
1: Hmm. Um, i
0: would yeah, say mid 70s, I guess. Okay. My, my ideal temp. Yeah, yeah he, he's got some doozies. This, this, this. <laughs> uh,
1: we went to Hawaii. It was like upper 70s, lower 80s every day. I'll take that every, I mean, if it's outside. Inside I'm a little cooler,
0: but. Oh, absolutely. It every day of the week. All right, question number four. Which is your favorite season, fall, winter, spring, or summer?
1: Oh, well, if we um, have a good basketball team, they'll be winter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, If we're not talking basketball, it would probably be spring. Um, I just like the, you know, after the
0: winter, the darkness, especially here in Ohio, get some sun back and, Yeah. Absolutely. And last but not least, question number five. Which is the better number, 49 or 16? I don't know where that one came from. Uh, 49 does nothing for me, so I'd have to say 16. That was...
1: I'm just thinking of a quarterback. I don't know why. Montana was 19 or was he 16? I don't know. But I'd have to go with 16. I don't know why this is sound better
0: than Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. No, that's the first time he's had a question like that. Like just picking (laughs) like random. like that's
1: that's a good one from Freddie. Sixteen year old forty nine.
0: There. Uh, Yeah, I I agree with that for sure. Uh, All right. So, like I said, we're running down near the end of the episode here. I give every guest this opportunity here, Matt. So I'm going to give you about a minute. The floor is yours. Anything you want to promote, whether it's the team, anything else you got going on, or even if it's just a good message. So. floor is yours, my man.
1: Thanks, I appreciate it. Like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, Lowville's a very small district, and we don't always get um, a lot of recognition, but we have a a very good group of kids here. Um, They work very hard. They earn everything that they get. Um, Got seven seven seniors, like I said, on the basketball team. Got got some nice classes underneath them. Um, These guys have worked very hard to get where they're at, so um, you know if anybody can tune in uh, most of our games are either they're on YSN Youngstown Sports Network usually um, they have them televised or sometimes on the radio but um, come see us play one game um, you know listen to us on the radio um, I, we have a Facebook page if you just look for Lowville Boys Basketball you want to keep updated with us but um I'm very confident that if we stay healthy it's going to be a fun season and, our passion um, and the kids' passion and how hard they work. Um, just give it was a shot and us, you know, either come to a game or, or listen to a game. Um, yeah, we were 20-5 and five last year, record made it to the district championship game, lost to St. Thomas Aquinas, who now moved up a division, um,
0: and got pretty much all the same things back. So it should be a fun year, and i um, looking forward to it. Absolutely great. I... I do follow Lowville. We've had a lot of people from Lowville on uh, the program here and on the show and everything like that. So I'm going to be keeping a close eye basketball season on you here, Coach. So um, look forward to the season coming up, and I will be rooting for Lowville uh, this coming season for you. And that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Ride Home Rants podcast. Again, Matt Olson, thank you for joining. Really do appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on here to, to talk with us. Uh, But that is going to do it, and as always, if you like the show, be a friend, tell a friend. If you didn't, tell them anyways. They might like it just because you didn't. Uh, That's going to do it for me, and I will see y'all next week. The Rod Helm Rands Podcast is brought to you by W Energy. Energy drinks made for gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. For gamers, streamers, and podcasters alike. Go to the link in the description where you can find the best energy drinks out there. Less caffeine than a cup of coffee. Also, no jitters and no crash afterwards. Use the promo code MikeBono and get yourself 10% off. Also, the Ride Home Rents podcast is brought to you by my favorite sponsor of the show, and that is Shank It Golf. Golf apparel made for the everyday golfer. We might not go out and shoot a six under par. We're probably going to shoot a six over par. But this is going to give us the gear that's going to help us rock it on and off of the course. Go to the link in the bio. Use the promo code Mike Bono and get yourself 10% off there as well.